0: Hello, my name is Lauren. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. I'm currently here in Long Beach, California. And the invitation today is to have faith, to allow God to lift our gaze. A song that's been um, helping me this week to pray is actually an old song. It's from uh, the year 2000 by Leanne Womack, her song, I Hope You Dance. And while the overwhelming message and invitation of this song is to dance, is to remember to do what we love, what makes us to feel fully alive. But as well, there's that line in the song that says, promise me you will give faith a fighting chance. And that message is echoed by Jesus in the gospel today from John 14, 1 to 7, when Jesus says, trust in God still and trust in me. And in another translation, it says, have faith. Because, and there's this beautiful friendship between trust and faith. They really go together. Because Jesus, when he is um, telling the disciples what is on his heart in such a sincere way. He's doing so just before his passion, death, and resurrection. This is during the Last Supper, right? And he's telling the disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. He wants to strengthen their faith and ours. He promises that he's going to be with us, and that we will be with him. He says, where I am, he promises us, you may be too, because we know the way. He says, you know the way to the place where I am going. This is a promise he makes to us, because he wants to keep our hope alive. He wants us to remember what it is to live life to the full, what it is to dance. I received a um, message this week, someone asking for, um, to, to join her in prayer. And that's so important to continue to reach, reach out to one another, to ask for support, to lean on one another. But at the end of her message, she said, God listens to you more than me. Oh, and that cut me to the heart because God listens to everyone. And even though God may feel far, the way that we feel doesn't change the reality of God being with us, of God loving us, of God being at our side. And it's okay if we don't feel like dancing. But this is Jesus' deep prayer for us to strengthen our faith. Jesus' huge encourage for us to know, he says, that there are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I'm going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I'm going. We're so used to instant gratification, right? Asking Aleska to play our favorite song or getting the exact GPS coordinates of where we wanna go. But prayer isn't like that. Prayer isn't this magic wand, right, of instant gratification. Prayer is dialogue. Prayer is relationship. And that's exactly what we're being invited to enter into. I love Thomas's honest response to Jesus after he tells him that you know the way. He says, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? We're so anxious to know the destination. We're so anxious to make plans. You know, two months ago, I would have told you what my plan was for the upcoming year, my next steps. But now, I have no idea what's going to happen even next month, let alone a year from now. Nothing is certain at this moment, but that doesn't change the reality that we know the way. And I love that symbol that Jesus is echoing as well of him being the way, because it is what he has told us last Sunday during uh, Good Shepherd Sunday, when he says, uh, gives us the image of him being the good shepherd. And he says that he's also the gate, right? To the sheepfold, the gate, the doorway. And I was praying with this image of gate, as Jesus has the way, this threshold. And really, I understood that when we examine how our faith is, when we examine how our trust is, and we take that next little step in trust, it's trust that unlocks the door. And faith has the power to open the gate. So we are empowered to use our faith to open the gate, to walk with Jesus, to become aware that he is with us where we are in this moment. So I don't know how you are doing right now in this moment, but I can tell you that God is working very hard to lift our gaze. And I know that God was doing the same for me today all day, working so hard to lift my gaze. I don't know about you, but it um, I've become a little bit stir-crazy <laughs> being in quarantine. I'm very restless to break free from the confines of this stay-at-home order. And I know it's for our own good, and it's out of love for one another. But that still didn't stop me from doing what I know is not helpful, which is counting the number of days that Uh, We've been sheltering in place here in Long Beach, which as of today is exactly 50 days. (laughs) And so in my feelings of feeling trapped, frustrated, feeling blocked in prayer, God worked so hard to remind me that God is with me. There was one moment today where I received a photo uh, of beautiful orange poppies. And I was reminded that two years ago I had planted these seeds just before I left uh, for South America. And I didn't see these little plants grow up, but suddenly I had this photo of these beautiful orange poppies that were just bursting and blooming with life. And I was reminded that, yeah, you know, sometimes we plant seeds... We sow them, and we never know if they're going to germinate. We don't know what happens. It's not in our hands any longer. But these seeds, they, yes, they do have the power on their own time to blossom and grow. And sometimes the seeds we plant, they're not for us. They're for others. That, that beauty has a ripple effect. And as well... I was taking a a walk around our our little patio garden and I happened to notice that these two ferns that we were all certain were dead. (laughs) There was a little confusion as to who was going to water these two ferns so they ended up dying or so we thought. And um, I didn't continue to try to water them. And I realized that in the midst of these dead, leaves, suddenly there. I saw this green shoot, this healthy green shoot, and I realized, and I just understood from God that we need to continue to notice these signs of resurrection. Just understanding from God, Lauren, don't give up. Keep looking, keep noticing these small signs around you and within you. There are no dead ends with God. And finally, I, uh, at one point, again, feeling frustrated that, you know, I can't, I'm not praying the way I normally would be praying. And suddenly out of the corner of my eye, I see this monarch butterfly fly by. And before I know it, like I was so excited, the thrill of this beauty drew me out of my seat. And that's what beauty can do. It has the power to move us. So even if we feel restless, even if we feel uneasy or afraid or angry, however we may be feeling in this moment, that doesn't change the reality of God loving us, of God working so hard to lift our gaze. Are we open to notice these little details of love that are all around us? How is our trust? How is our faith? I just invite you to take some time this morning to examine our relationship with God, our trust with God. How has God been working to open you this week? How has God been working to lift your gaze? And why does Jesus tell us, I am the way? He responds to Thomas when he says, how do we know where you're going? And Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus does, wants us to stop worrying about the destination, about the future, and to simply be present to God who is present to us. Jesus is telling us that he is the way so that we can believe, yes, when he says, where I am, you may be too because we can get stuck about worrying about the future. We're being invited to come back to the present moment, to allow God to lift our gaze. And as well, we have the capacity to lift the gaze of others. St. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 3, 2-3, that we are these living letters from Christ. It's so beautiful. He says, you yourselves are letter written on our hearts that anyone can see and read. You are a letter from Christ written not with ink but with the spirit of the living God. So we can be letters from Christ in our own homes to others. What Do we want to transmit to others? How can we lift the gaze of others? And whatever we've lived up till now, I'm sure that we can look back and remember that yes, God was with me then so that we can believe and have faith that yes, God is with us now. Just as God was with me then, God is with us now. If you were to write a letter literally write a letter to someone younger than you that is in need of a bigger vision, is in need of a deeper faith, of that deeper trust that everything's going to be okay. What would you say? What would you write? How can you be that letter from Christ in a way that you can meet them where they are, wherever they are in their faith journey? So again, the invitation today is to have faith, is to uh, take another trust, step in trust towards God, to allow God to love us and to give us that certainty that, yes, we know the way.